0: This is Cliff dot com.
1: Well that's us on uh Black Life. We're here. How are you guys doing? We're busy talking <laughs> we, in the studio about so many other things. We're <laughs> like not even listening. Yes, sir. It's Black Life. Hello to me, show. Hello, Mona BC. How are you doing, buddy? I'm right and you, buddy. I'm good, man. Um, you know, so yeah. many things are happening this week that it's just like Ah uh, again. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. How, How do you feel?
1: let's start with with we got our guests in the studio today? Uh, well, We're gonna have some do you call them topics? guests? I, I, I guess call uh, them gate crashes. Is it gate crashes? Yeah, 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 decided yeah. To come and join us.
0: Yeah, yeah, our, okay. our weekly gate crashes.
1: Let me get some bed music up in there. Yeah, uh,
0: Dimitri's a bit delayed today, it's almost like it's his Friday. Boss, what's going on? I'm uh, gonna run the desk, run it <laughs> properly.
1: <laughs> you know what it is, right? It's that song that was playing in the background, and then you telling me about all these other things that are happening uh, people getting fined, monies. Gareth's issue with, with Mnet. Hey. Him having hey, rough. to sue them for 25 mil. Yeah. It's a lot of money. That's a lot of... Gareth, you know, can you
0: just like increase our salaries? Can, like? I, can just, I get on
1: that bandwagon with you, know, you Gareth? Nana. Just, just for one million. You That's know? all. That's like more than what they've paid me in my lifetime. <laughs> Working for them. <laughs> He's gonna get it slave one time. A huh? slave, man. You know, I watch I watch Saints and Sinners and sometimes I'm a little bit bitter that this show it's in its second season and the money I was paid was like it paid it kinda of paid the bills for one month, kinda. Of. Uh, yeah, you know, after the tax man takes his cut, you still have to find other words. <laughs> Like and nice and all those
0: cookouts. Because, I mean, you know, the day you get money, Domisho cooks out eh? Like, No, the day I get money, you know
1: because I'm spending it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's the one thing I like The about thing is, it's manager. not that
1: much, you know. Uh, so
0: so when you spend
1: it, it's like, that's it. But anyway, in the studio today, we've got uh, Katesh Sanderson. And uh, we're going to be talking about if you have, you're thinking of, we spoke about alternative lifestyles last time. If you're thinking of having an alternative lifestyle when it comes to your work life, Right If you're thinking of Either staying in corporate Or leaving corporate What are some of the things That you need to look out for um, We're also going to be talking about The Yasin Bay issue That's most deaf To people who don't know His, his African name mm. I guess with Brooklyn How you doing buddy? Doing great Yeah that's good and, and and him I don't know What's going on there He got kicked out of the country Or he's being held in prison what, yeah, What's up gonna, with that Yeah
2: he's got kicked out of the country But he's held in prison right now He's going to be on trial in March And the issue is that He's using a world passport So I think it's important to discuss What a what world passport a world ah, what Because no. okay. uh,
0: our famous uh, Home affairs minister Came up and said There is no world passport Yeah Now
1: I googled that Is there a world passport? Turns out it exists It does exist Okay Katesh have you heard of a world passport by the way
3: Not really hey I, I always always it. Uh, was very specific country specific and and yeah, when and I, like, I first looked at it I thought wow look at that Oh you saw you saw the picture um, yeah, well I've, obviously when the story broke and, and you okay. considering world passports, I, I first of all thought it was it was some kind of scam hmm. that you yeah. get this world passport. It's
1: almost like a world order somewhere. Yeah. who yeah. is this world? And and like yeah. where Well, do it's they,
0: recognized in about hundred and eighty countries.
1: Well it's important to make sure that the country you're going to recognizes it too, sure. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, And and the challenge for him is the bloop is that he's now denounced his American citizenship. So where yeah, do you so send him? Where do you him? send him? And over that side, uh, Brooklyn, correct me if I'm wrong, he's also got a a, a court matter that's pending for him that side. Yeah, Child maintenance. Yep.
1: Oh, my goodness. He's in a little bit of trouble there. Just a little. Um, just a little. Just on the side, I mean, if, you,
3: if you're talking about a world passport, I'm sure many South Africans are sitting out there saying, well, can I get one?
1: And... Uh, which country can I emigrate with that passport with? Exactly. <laughs> uh, those 180 countries. I hope they're cool countries. Yeah, like I, wouldn't I, go I
0: definitely didn't, didn't know
2: something like
1: that existed. Tanzania is one of them. Okay.
2: Ecuador is another.
1: Oh, Guatemala. Guatemala. If you feel I like saw going Guatemala. There. See, all those countries, what you're talking about is if you're rich... It's okay to go there, pretty much. But if you're like us and you move to Tanzania, it's going to be a little bit tough. Use us, you know? speak for
0: yourself. Uh, me, you, <laughs> no, speak for yourself. Brooklyn. I I'm don't know about Katesh, you, but Katesh
1: can move anywhere he likes. Yeah. But the rest of us, yeah. like you, you, go to Tanzania. Katesh, you need to Ecuador. school your boy here. You go to Ecuador I, I do. I don't yeah, know. I don't know what yeah. he's seeing or what he's you know? reading. Yo, yo, yo. You see, if yo, yo, you go, yo. if you went to Tanzania, my guy, I think you'd be selling peanuts on the side True of the road, story. like the rest of us. <laughs> True story. to the tourists. I'm a dollar. To I'm a to the South African dollar. Tourist, right? Yeah, straight
0: up. You know, like how we had Black Coffee, you're a dollar and millionaire. he was, yeah, he was, he was declaring his dollar status. He,
1: he didn't declare that. You declared it. You said that he was a dollar millionaire. He was like, well, you know, maybe Sars was listening like ah, that. that. Sure.
0: He didn't say no. So n- neither he didn't, no he didn't quite say or, yes. Or, n- what do you mean? Let me say let's,
1: yes. I am a dollar millionaire. He was like, yeah, well, yeah. You know, um, <laughs> um.
0: So that if you're saying if you're not refusing a statement, it means it's a yes.
1: I suppose, but it, it could mean go. that you so just we'll don't want to say that yes. Assumption. You're just saying it's around there, but you know yeah. I don't want SARS to know exactly how much. Yeah, yeah. Or, or it means it could be I'm totally embarrassed to say it's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it's a lot more. Like oh, all you, oh, you heard about the the, the one dollar unless you got like yeah. another five yeah. stash somewhere.
0: You know, it's it's really difficult. I'm I'm trying to think of all those people who are like, relocating to New Zealand, Australia. You know, those, those mm. the tenth and eleventh province mm. of uh, SA mm. uh,
1: and London. That's another province, by the way
0: No, that's when you divide by 14 to mm. 16 hey? yeah, but uh, What is
3: people it
2: now? 16, 16 to, What? No, 24 What? Yeah,
1: somewhere 24 down there It's trading power.
3: 23, 24, yeah
2: What? Real. That's, that's real. really hard to So It's, a, it's a lot of
1: money So like, if
0: if you've got like 2.4 million Right? <laughs> and then you <laughs> go rents. to the UK Yeah, right
1: uh, You've got uh, What? What is that? You do the math 240,000 <laughs> <laughs> No, it's no not less, less half, less. half of that. You've got one hundred A quarter, and so, so 10, you've got 000. you've got a quarter, which you've is hundred thousand pounds. What's that? If no. you've got two point four million rands, two point
0: four move. divided by twenty four makes it ten. So you've got six
1: hundred thousand. That's how much you'd have. Six hundred thousand what? Pounds? Pounds? Yeah. Hey. No, let's do the maths properly, guys. Hey, let's. let's, let's While we talk about let's that, just, let's I, I, I got a, um, a magazine from a good friend of mine, Teppo. Uh, the The British GQ magazine quite thick and it's really expensive and all that. Um, and they don't mess around in that magazine in terms of The thousand, hundred thousand pounds. Whatever, Thanks, yeah, I was right. I was Your right. Your maths is better than mine. Well, yeah. you know, I'm very good when it comes to money. Don't don't <laughs> make <laughs> me like guys, do geometry <laughs> things like that. But I was. I'm, I'm just saying, like when you look at the cost of things. The international men's magazines have all this fashion. They have all this furniture. I mean, there was a paperweight for like six hundred sixty. Was it sixty-five pounds or six hundred and ninety-five pounds? Like, I'm, I'm not sure. But when you do that kind of calculation and you're buying a paperweight, um, and it's going to cost you basically twelve thousand rands, you just go, okay, maybe I should just stay here. You know um, You look at The fashion that they have In those kind of magazines They've got the uh, Louis Vuittons um, What's that car brand? The, the, the most expensive car in the world Starts with a B I've forgotten it now Bugatti Bugatti Bugatti's True. actually got a fashion range And all that stuff You know Yeah um, Polo Lorraine Makes furniture There was a, a chair For 7,000 pounds For your yeah. office Yeah Now That chair Is Basically What? A hundred and sixty thousand rands to just sit. I hope it helps you do calculations. Straight up, yeah, like no, no, like so it's, it's,
3: it's a lot. I think when you when you when you actually do the calculations, like you you doing now, or you travel there. It's, it's it's serious money, Seri- serious The, dif- always, the difference
1: is, is huge now. But it's always good if you're earning in that money and yeah, you're living in South up. Africa.
3: Look, the perfect thing is is that scenario is that if you're earning in pounds and you live in a low low cost economy like South Africa, I but think that's you, that's the ideal yeah, scenario. But how do, how do you, you actually in?
1: do that? Yeah. Is, is 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 quite difficult. Could Ex- you export a lot of South African stuff. I mean, one of the things we're going to talk about uh, appropriating African <laughs> culture for one. I know that there are a lot of people who go out there and buy crafts, you know, from rural areas. Mm, mm. Uh, and then they, they they basically create a legend or a myth around them, which is basically what you need to yep. sell artwork, right? They give um, the international guys a certificate to say, this is the person who made it, it was made in such a country, and it costs you only a thousand pounds for one of these pieces. Meantime, he bought one of those pieces for like a hundred rand. True story. From the lady who... That makes baskets and rural K's it in rural Kazerdine. Is that maybe not like actually appropriating our own culture? People and do taking that. It out there? People mm-hmm. do because that. Because other people are doing it for us at the yeah. moment. Yeah,
3: yep. I think I think, I think we've got to. The, the key thing is to find uh, people who are doing that. Obviously, understand the market overseas, and then they come back and look for products that they can can source and sell. I think I think you're 100 percent right. The opportunity is there for us to uh, export. I think that's that's the the industries that's going to make the most. Those that have to import, obviously, it's the other way around. But uh, I agree with you. There there is The the question is that the the world, somebody who's producing something, always looks at the world around them and doesn't really understand what the potential opportunity is in in London. I mean, I I look at it all the time. I'm a consultant, live in South Africa, think I should be offering consulting skills in London. But the reality is that that it's very difficult for somebody to buy those from you, in those in those markets because you don't have a track record. So right. so I think a product's a lot easier. Mm-hmm. So if you made something and somebody sees it, and and I think now with the internet, with uh, with the web, with whatever, that is po- is a possibility.
1: Well, hmm. here's the thing with what you're talking about. You said the internet and the web. I got a call yesterday from uh, a gentleman in India, and they make apps and they make websites. Well, the thing is, hit you ma- with
0: a delayed accent. Uh, good day, Mr. Tamisha Marsha
1: But the thing is this What I'm trying to say is uh, There's Indian companies That are making websites In South Africa yeah, you know what true I mean? Story. Whether those, true you get story. that website made or not, the fact of the matter is you can actually even export services you that can. you never yeah, thought were definitely. possible. Yeah. you can. Because someone like in your position as a consultant, Absolutely. I'm sure if you look at medium sized enterprises in the UK, um, and you're consulting. So basically, you are helping them either get their systems going, their accounting going, or whatever it is that they need. As long as you can deliver on that, as long as you can understand the laws in that side of the world, especially when it comes to tax laws, you could be making. Making thousands of pounds,
3: absolutely. And all you the, need is—let le, me tell you something. The 10, thought of a that crosses my mind often. I, <laughs> I look at no it doubt. and I try and work out <laughs> these strategies how to how to get pounds out of yeah. out of a lot of uh, British people. But the reality is that that you're going to have the same reaction like you had. I mean, there was a reaction. It's fake. It's this. Is, is that when you try and market to somebody overseas, the first reaction is you get got to get over the trust. Hurdle, yeah. As as is the surreal company, mm. can they actually deliver, mm. or am I just going to pay my hundred pounds uh, as this initial fee or or commitment fee, and then they're gone? Yeah. and, and that's that's again, the right? really really part that 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 you can't get people over the hurdle because of that real trust issue. So the next mm. the next point is then, well, you got to say you got to have somebody in that location the
1: region with the regional office.
3: Correct with the regional office. Who maybe is a a face and and which which somebody buying services can can trust and builds a bit of a track record. I think once you've done it a couple of times and people start talking about it, of Mm -hmm. how they actually saved by using you, then you're away. I think the beginning is the hardest part. Because if you think about it,
1: if you offered your services at a quarter of the price that people are paying in the UK, you'd be making so much more than what you'd be charging in South Africa. You know, let's say your services to a medium-sized company are 5,000 pounds for, I don't know, how many is that? A month, a year?
3: Could be a year, depending on what services you, you were talking about. I mean, if you're an accountant or, or someone of, of that nature and there was an annual fee, you could, could be 5,000 pounds. Let's
1: say 10,000 pounds then for that year. You've already just made 240,000 rands. Boom, just like that.
3: Correct. So, so, the, so the maths works, okay? <laughs> the the rest of it works. You're in a low cost base now. Um, it's become an issue where, where previously, I mean, if you look at global economy, China was cheaper. Mm. India is doing exactly the same things, exporting skills, uh, and, and, and obviously through outsourcing or through providing, uh, web services or whatever. South Africa could be in that exact, exact position.
1: It's a matter of skills though, isn't
3: it? it? It is a matter of skills. But it's also a matter of marketing the destination. So I think, I think if, if, if I was in government and we had this the huge differential, we should be, be, be putting, putting our best foot out there and saying, well, we are now a destination for for uh things to happen i mean the one industry that's done particularly well here mm-hmm. is is the call center industry i don't know if you've been mm. to durban lately but there are lots of uh, fancy buildings mm. and and a lot of those buildings are are call centers because yes. timing works for europe we mm, we, we, mm, we are similar mm, time mm, as they are mm, mm, mm. uh language, language we can right? speak english clearly yes uh and, and a lot of the way we do things Mimics the European way, so there is there is that mm. that element. It's, it's about selling. I think you create trust if you market South Africa and its services mm. overseas. Once you have a trusted uh, source or, or, or a trusted way of doing things, once people have experienced it, in other words, somebody has bought something from you, they're very happy, and they sell it on. I think then then there's there's a huge opportunity for for export of services, but but products. If we if we were, were productive, if we could could produce things as efficiently... I mean, China's becoming expensive, but if we mm. were producing things that are useful uh, at, at a reasonable cost, which we can do now, there is there is an argument to revive manufacturing in, in not everything, in certain areas where, where, where we can be perhaps niche players and, and, and produce things for, for, for Europe.
0: Now, Katesh, I, I've, I've got... I mean, you know, there's been a huge argument around uh, Black Magazine and the social media... Stuff that we've been putting out To say you know There's a lot of people Appropriating fashion uh, Within our fashion space Where they're taking For example Marion Fassler I mean uh, You know uh, Take uh, take us through that
1: They're taking Marion Fassler And doing what, what you
0: doing? No 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 let, mm-hmm. let Brooklyn take us through that Because okay. uh, Social media has been buzzing
1: What's happening
2: Um, it's been a case of we put out the story about the fact of cultural appropriation which goes back to the service that what you're speaking about like providing these services but then when exploitation of those services are being, they're not being zoned in from like locals of our country, and they're being exploited by other people. That becomes an issue. So social media's been buzzing, saying we're glad that this is being raised and that this situation's being spoken about. But there are o- other people who are defending it. They're just like, why is it cult- cultural appropriation? Um, why can't we do this? Why, as African people, we're appropriating Western culture? So. I think it's it's a difficult position that we're in, even in marketing services and trade. Do you
1: think we could be more specific about what it is that was actually appropriated? So, so in, in, in,
2: in this regard, um, we're speaking about the appropriation of fashion okay. and how in um, – so there's this lady, a white lady, who's making African garments by African tribes and then selling it to a European market. Okay. And the European market aren't understanding – um, the nature and the authenticity of where these garments are from, other than it 's from africa so like there 's this form of exoticism that 's happening mm-hmm. and I think the problem is why is this going on, and why are we allowing it because we 're essentially exploiting like africa
1: isn 't that like going back to what Katesh was talking about in terms of um, a trust you you 've built a name or you 're credible, or the fact is just to be like frank. Uh, I'm living in Europe I'm white And a white person Tells me something From Africa I'll probably Believe whatever they say Like exactly. I'm talking about Because they've created exactly. A legend That oh exactly. This particular fabric Was made by These people And blah 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 And you know It's, it's, it's very special Because it was used In ceremonies When I tell them that They're like Okay whatever But when I've got This white person Saying that It's like Oh that sounds interesting Because you would know You know art You know history You know all those things what you were saying just now i think we should start playing the game why not then because i've been thinking about even in Mm. my industry one of the best things to do honestly is to say i am going to be the head of this company i'm going to do the strategy the vision i'm going to run it but i'm going to employ either a white male or a white female to actually be my face of this company because quite frankly when you talk to other white people they will listen when you talk to black people they will listen just as much but if it's just you coming up and saying all these things it's almost like you have to prove yourself and prove yourself again it's it's it's. we don't want to do politics again because we're always doing politics on the show but isn't that the same thing with chris hart the guy got away with being one of the biggest e- e- economics uh, uh speakers in the country with only barely a trick. And yeah, here you yeah. are sitting with all these qualifications. I don't think Standard Bank ever called you and said, Hey, listen, would you like to head up the economy side of our of our bank?
3: I think I think the one thing we we have to learn and it's 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 I, I grapple with the same same question all the time. Is is uh, you know the, the 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 way the economy works and the way the world works? Unfortunately, has there certain norms, standards, and expectations that people have? And yes, we we have to push individual identities. We have to push um, all of that. But at the end, when one looks at it, and one has to uh, cold face, take take people out of everything. And if you had to do a strategy on the board, cold cold face, you will sit back and say, well, I'm a, a targeting a particular market. That particular market buys in a certain way. Mm. And this is how it works, right? So either I've got two choices. Do I, do I try and buck what I've seen and trend or do I try and structure my company in a way to take advantage of an opportunity? And that strategy does that all, all the time. I yeah. think, but I think, the- I, but I think we, we have, we have a background where people, people are trying to obviously rise above, create an identity for yourself sell your skills for who you, you 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 what you've developed and how you've done it i think we have to to develop more confidence i think we have to to almost believe in ourselves and what we have to offer and, and actually stand up and, and 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 shout it. a lot of times the people that have all the skill Uh, All the know-how. Just don't know how to get that message across. It's not normal for you to stand out and say, I am the best. Especially in this this, country. You know what I mean? You're always saying, well, I'm learning. I'm busy developing my skill. I'm doing all these things. So so what should I really be doing? You've actually got to stand up there and say, I'm the best. And you've got to believe in what you're saying. And and, and, and at no point will you ever be in a position to know everything,
1: Mm. right? Mm. Mm. But
3: you will know something that you can actually... um, you know actually actually sell and actually put out there
1: well the, the thing is right and you were about to say something there brooklyn that that was going to be interesting to add to the conversation
2: yeah is that um someone as um who sees the trend who sees the market and sees that there's an opportunity i think what the problem with those people is that they have to have some form of a moral high ground as to there needs to be there's currently an imbalance of power there's an imbalance of power of these exploited communities, and then there's an imbalance in terms of these people that are appropriating this. So yeah. I think it is important that the, um, the, the people who have the imbalance do rise up, but they're not being educated. They're not being taught that you can do this. They're not being shown the ways to rise up and take their own skill and share it with the world and say that you do have a voice. Even if your voice is your trade, you don't need to verbally speak. But then when those people who misrepresent them, that's a major problem.
1: I think it's a a wonderful thing that you just said, but sometimes I think it's a bit idealistic. I think um, why not go with what it is that the world expects? I remember when I started working at Mnet. It was about 1999 going into 2000. And I was one of their presenters, continuity presenters. Um, In sub-Saharan Africa, they could have black and coloured presenters um, presenting Emnet, but post Sub-Saharan Africa, that's uh, your Arabic African countries. They didn't want to see black people on their screens, so all the white presenters would do uh, that part of either the the uh, Arabic uh, countries um, in the Middle East or the Arabic countries in um, in Africa, and it worked for them because then they they sold their decoders um and that's they did what they needed to do to get where they needed to get to as time went on obviously that started to shift a little bit um and I, I, when we're talking about business i think it doesn't hurt i mean how many and, and i think india has done this quite well especially when they, they they moved into silicon valley what they did is there's a lot of indian tech companies in silicon valley that are actually headed by a white american um, and I put that in inverted commas because you see this guy, his name is so-and-so, Jeff, whatever. And actually, the powers that be are, are an Indian company in India, you know. And, and now that we're going, oh, but it's okay because the head of Google is actually Indian, we can now just be like, actually, we were Indian all along. <laughs> and, That's right. And That's play right. the
3: game. And, and I think they've, they've expanded and they've bought uh, famous famous brand companies now because the Indian companies have just grown significantly i mean land rover is owned by by by, exactly that's land rover
1: jaguar by the way
3: exactly land rover (laughs) jaguar so every time you're buying a jaguar you're not you're not actually buying british anymore it's actually made it, it. it's obviously heralds from the uk but it's owned now by by an indian indian business i think i think they the one thing that the indians are very good at is is exploiting an opportunity and seeing how they can potentially do that um, and, and And I think in, in they understand that in in a market like uh, like america it, it might be a good idea to have American an American Europe. who who is the face of of the company and, and, and expand in, in in that way
1: hmm. we were going to go into and we're going to I want to come back to uh, Yasin Bay again at a later stage and also just talk some more about cultural appropriation, but putting into the context of there are a lot of people out there who are thinking, I want to get out of this Corporate milieu and start my own Thing um, and others Are actually they've sold into the whole Or they've bought into the whole idea of This is what I want to do I'm, I'm in a corporate Environment um, and, and Touching on those two things we had a great conversation The other day Katesh where you were saying There are things to look out for that You must think about very clearly if you're going to go Into business so if you're out there thinking I Want out I don't want to be at this corporate Nine to five anymore what are some of the Things that you should look out for
3: I mean, the first thing I think we touched on this morning, it's all about skills. I think the corporate world allows you to, to, first of all, work somewhere, understand how things work, understand how people relate to each other, understand, um, you know, how, how you should be communicating, all of that. So the, the, the corporate world can be used as a great place for you to build skills. You, essentially a place where you can learn. Okay. And I think positioning to leave is, is first of all, it, you should have a plan. It shouldn't be this decision that you make. I want to do something completely different. I well, need just, to leave. I hate my boss. Exactly. And, I, and I'm, I'm going to jump tomorrow. I think your success is, is, is can be tripled if you plan properly. So what do I mean by planning properly? Learn as much as you can, mm-hmm. right? Then ask yourself a question. What I'm doing in my corporate job, can I actually sell this? I mean, the funniest thing is you get somebody who works in compliance of a very specific type of banking operation. Mm. And then they say, well, I'm going to leave and I'm going to become a consultant. And I say, well, what are you going to sell? Because what you've been doing in compliance, mm. there are very few other people who are going to buy that service from you. Actually, the only people that are going to buy it from you are the people who are employing you already, right? Correct. And so, they're not
1: going to buy from you as a consultant. They're going that's to to right. Employee.
3: And, and <laughs> exactly right. And the other thing, the other thing that you're going to realize is having a professional skill. Uh, I don't know about you, but all of us who've been to university studied something. We yeah. are never taught how to sell, True and no, the right. selling no. is no. is what you need to do. And and I, if you're going to work and you're very successful at whatever you're doing, but if you're not actually involved in selling, I think you're going to get a rude awakening when you when you move outside because that's what the role then does. If you start anything on your own, you're going to be selling. Yeah. So so develop your skill. If you don't have it, use the safety of, of the comfort of earning a salary and corporate to build a skill that you don't potentially yeah. have the second point i want to make is is and i don't want to be too long-winded but the second one is really of having a financial plan what do i mean about that it's I it's, it's those it's guys are boring no 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 the plan is this boring those guys the yo thi- death by financial
0: planner <laughs> Death no no, 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 no this, this is plan, this like is a different kind of financial plan, plan. This, year. this
3: this this plan literally says uh, what's my current position let me reduce my debt as low as it can go. Let me reduce my expenses to what I really, really need. And you can use the time in corporate to plan this. And that's, that's the one thing. Get your overheads as low as possible. Imagine a guy who's living on 20,000 Rand a month. He only has to save 100,000 Rand and he'll be able to live for five months without a salary. Somebody else who's spending a hundred thousand rand a month needs that to have five hundred thousand rand yeah. Yeah. to live the same it's time. So, money? so which one, which one is better? Look, yes. I is this.
1: Brooklyn. You're the probably the only person here who can do that right now. Correct, <laughs> correct. The rest of us have overheads. You all can those always move things. back home with your mom. Yeah, true story. And and then <laughs> I want to add
3: add two other points to to what I think is important is having support at home, whoever you're living with, your wife, your mother, your parents. They've got to buy into your plan of what you're going to do because like the last getting
0: out of debt or financial no
3: getting ge- leaving corporate and going going and doing something on oh, your own. They okay, normally sit okay. back there and
1: saying having that difficult conversation. Conversation
3: yeah. and you're going to say to them, oh yeah, but how? Because if you have parents, most parents are very protective. If you've got a good job at a good brand, they probably want you to stay there.
1: yes yeah. don't man, move. Why are you going to leave this? Yeah. What is this art position, thing you're talking about? You what know? is art? At least exactly. they have security. You can't sell They're art. paying
3: you <laughs> exactly. every month. When yeah, I grew up, we didn't mm. have this. You're in a great company. Yeah. It's a it's, you can just stay there and grow. Secondly, and look,
1: you bought yourself a polo.
3: Correct. <laughs> That's always Correct. the case. What more do you want? Yeah, and yeah. and and the next thing is is your wife is exceptionally important because you are going to be coming home for those next five or six months, and you're going to have to talk to her on. How's it going? Well, it's a bit quiet. There won't be any income this month. I think next month but might be better because that conversation you are and going you to have. You have to
1: be so optimistic right? your month. Like, I yeah. I be- like next month, up. it's about to happen. It's about to go down. Correct.
3: And you don't want her saying to you, maybe you must get a job. Every <laughs> night you come home and she says, maybe you should just go back. Maybe you should. I think, mm-hmm. I think if you have that, support is critically important. And the other thing is, is I need to tell everyone this. Whoever is in corporate, do not burn your bridges. A lot of times uh, you work in organizations and people have these political squabbles with yeah. everybody that they possibly yeah. know. So it's like that is unfortunately... Five bitches, I'm out. Yeah, Correct. Yeah. Straight up. That yeah. is your network.
2: That's what yeah. Tumisha does. right? <laughs>
3: <So> you're going <laughs> to kill your future network of people. FYI. So
0: you, you, <laughs> you need a that. lot of coaching here. <laughs> All right. we're this guy come back to some is like whack like that. We're,
1: we're going to go to a commercial break. Burns, Thanks Mona SABC. BC. Thanks Mona Wherever he
0: goes, he it just burns. I'm eh? going
1: to just shut you down now. <laughs> yeah, burning, shut down. Shut down my choice sometimes you have it
3: and sometimes
2: you don't auto trader gives you the choice now you can shop compare and buy new cars watch our expert video reviews and research before you buy auto trader new car the choice is
1: yours keeping it real on cliffcentral.com Okay, we're back and uh, we're still talking about you know if you're thinking of getting out there. I don't burn my bridges, Bonavici. I just tell them where to get off when mm, I leave. But
0: mm. Katesh, but, you need to coach some more, yeah.
1: <laughs> but Brooklyn, I mean you you yourself you're you're the youngest guy in the room. So you are what you talk qualified. about. I'm the youngest. You were the youngest, but you're not anymore. You're not the last born anymore. <laughs> Didn't they teach you that when you went to school? I mean, this is recent. No,
2: no, they didn't.
1: Didn't tell you how to teach you how to sell your skill?
2: Not really. It, they taught you your skill, but they didn't teach you how to sell your skill. And I think that's the problem that lots of people my age are struggling with. Is like they have the skill, but they don't know how to sell it.
1: Would that even be in trying to get a job? Because yes, a lot of exactly. young people can't even sell the skill to get the job. Exactly. It's things like how to put a CV together exactly. properly. How Absolutely. to go into an interview situation, yes. right, Katesh? Absolutely I mean, right. Those are the basics of selling yourself and then yes. if you want to sell your skill later on if you don't have those basics how are you going to sell the skill
3: absolutely right i think i think selling yourself you it's a natural thing we all have to do it all the time but i think i think people don't always look at that as a as a skill or teach it
2: or willing but, to learn it or themselves willing,
3: or willing to learn i mean remember the very basics of going to trying to get a job is how you should dress. Yeah. That used to be one, one of the things. How you should even sit when you are actually waiting for the interview. You don't want to be slouching on the couch. Mm. Mm. You don't want to be uh, you know, doing things that are inappropriate. Because the guy, whoever's going to interview, is going to walk in. He's already made the decision when he's probably seen you. Mm. He's already said, is it positive, negative? Oh, mm. you know, there's a positive energy. The second thing about selling yourself is, is, is about being confident, about being able to speak up and being honest about what you've learned and what you have to but offer. But why
0: do people hate sales?
3: They don't we see do that it every day, but you we know, don't you, see you it. You even sell down vegetables. It, I, yeah, exactly. I mean,
0: you sell to your kids every day as parents. Well, those that do have, you convince people that this is my CV. This is what I'm about, and you need me in your organization, or even to your kids, Katish, to sell them that they need to eat vegetables because they're healthy for them. Look, I think I think with
3: your we're kids, selling. Well, well, you are selling, but they're not always I'm buying. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I think your kids are different because they're not always buying or they, yeah. they're agreeing or being irrational or whatever the scenario is. Right. We don't see it actually as selling. and And people sometimes when it comes almost feel... That they're being a little dishonest when you when you hear the sales word because yeah, they yeah, almost think pitch. as sale as being some kind of pitch. You've the got to get salmi- an angle some snake oil. exactly. You've got to get an angle. Yeah. This thing doesn't do what do. But if I can convince you to say uh-huh. yes, 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 six times, I've got a sale. There's all these these various selling techniques. So we don't actually identify uh-huh. selling as selling yourself. So I mean, in, in life, when you are going. And you're meeting a girl for the very first time. You're selling. You are actually selling yourself. Yeah. And if you don't realize you're selling yourself, a lot of that then, I you're am, dumb. then you've missed it. A dumb! Lot of,
1: a lot of that is misrepresentation, isn't it, Monobisi? Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially yeah. on your, Especially your side. Especially since you're a marketer. You're telling yeah. people about <laughs> the product that, that, that <laughs> doesn't exist. Can, you know? can I be honest promises. with you?
0: I've, I've moved from being a marketer to a salesperson. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Tell me why. Everybody's a marketer these days. Everybody can do events, everybody can do production, but no one can sell. If you ask someone to go sell, it's a problem. Mm. I actually enjoy and I realize that whenever I'm going out to try and market a product, I'm actually selling to say you want this product. What's the difference then? There's a huge difference.
1: Marketing and selling.
0: Okay, so let let me put it this way. So in a in a corporate world, right? Katesh correct me if I'm wrong. Salespeople determine their own salaries. Marketers get an, a fixed amount to say, well, this is what you get. You're actually a cost to us. Mm, mm. So I had to wake up to that phenomenon to say, you know, marketers are often referred to as as a cost center as opposed to an income center. Mm. So the way they mm, treat marketers mm. and the way they treat salespeople is two different. It's worlds apart. Mm. You know, a salesperson can have a bad week this week, but you know that at least we, we, we're heading off to a target. And once we reach this target... We tend to get X amount Or incentive
1: driven um, Mindset In other words, if I can just jump in there yeah. Marketing is, is not necessarily about There's no target, it's just I'm going to speak To people about this, this company product. Or this product, yeah. whereas sales I'm actually going to get people to buy Correct. This product Okay. Correct. Cool.
0: So the respect levels are different For me, sales people
3: You know, you, you, can't, you can't Bullshit your way In sales Absolutely. I think, I think the one thing what you, what you're saying there is, is, is marketing, you're creating awareness, you're yeah. going out, you're building the brand, you're doing all those nice yeah, things all as, those pretty as things to, that as don't to almost pay position money. your product for, right. for potential sales. The salesperson has to go out and do the actual numbers. He's got to perform. He's got to deliver. It's exactly. Very real. You either, you either sold something or you didn't sell something. Very, mm. very clear. Yeah. If I don't sell anything, I'm not going to get paid a lot of money. Yes. If I, if I sell something, I will be paid a lot of money. I firmly believe that, that, and I, I'm a chartered accountant by profession, huh. but I still say I would never employ a chartered accountant to, to to sell anything because we're not taught to do to do that. And you have to be a special kind of person to go out there and you've got so to you're learn special
1: value. So you're special. Well, I'm not special. Speak it up. Let's hear it. him yeah. on his own. Theory yeah, because right. He was talking about how you've got to say all those right. things. Okay, so right, you special. Yeah. I'm, I'm not special. What? what ah, what, Katesh. No, no, no. Let me, let me.
3: So I'm not really special. What I realized very early. Right On in my life In my career Right I had this desire To be independent And do what I wanted to do mm. And that's the first time You realize When you go out there Independent As an independent person That you realize If I do not do this I will not Make any money And I won't get paid The desire for me To stay in business And to be independent Was mm. greater mm. Than, than than anything Okay so let's, let's, na- let's, talk let's talk Absolutely. numbers Let's okay.
0: mm. so talk numbers Mr. CA Yes Don't talk about numbers I if, as if it's money, I'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah,
3: okay. uh, yeah. I got he, you, dog. I got can, you. He can work out exchange rates. <laughs> yeah. I l- 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 become rusty now. Right,
0: let's right, talk. right. It's easier when we talk your own numbers, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So, as as a, a qualified CA, who can walk into a job practically anywhere, Because obviously, the you you match the BE. Just don't buy his twang and all that. He's not <laughs> white. He's black. I, I, you know, brother Indian man, guy. Indian. I, am I am Indian, an now. Indian guy.
1: He yeah. said he's, he's a CA, and you know, a lot of CAs are Indian. Yeah, or Indians. <laughs> I was actually going to get to that. that yeah.
0: Like most people that run the banks from are Indian. Dude, Accountants dude. are Indian. The, the, the people like in the they're taught from a services. young age that yeah. that yeah, yeah. Numbers, CFOs, yes, Indian. Indian. Why is that, Katesh? <laughs>
1: No, why now, okay. we're, we're okay. You know what? No, no. You
0: know yeah, what? I'll g-
2: answer the question. Why <laughs> he, he has, has a secret? Uh, he has <laughs> a secret. Clearly, they, Indian they people have a
0: secret we, when it comes to have. numbers.
3: We, they do have a secret when it comes to numbers. But, right. but I mean, uh, the the thing is, a lot of lot of Indian Indian emphasis when you're growing up, education wise, is on science and maths. But irrespective of that, a lot of us grow grew up in a, surrounded by people who who ran very simple business operations. And at some point, when you're growing up, you stood in an uncle's shop. And you served customers. You realize somebody's giving you X, and you put it in the cash register, and oh. you you sell something, and yeah. that becomes a natural way. I mean, I grew up on a farm. I remember counting bags of of, of mangoes which we used to sell every December, and and I, my job was to Mango make season. packets of six. And 12. You had already started accounting. Uh, right. yeah. <laughs> <Straight> <laughs> so, so don't put in seven. They're groomed early, eh? so, early. So you, you, you do that. It's a natural thing. You see it around you. DC right. You see numbers as business. And, and you're always <laughs> thinking of how to, I mean, I grew up <laughs> always thinking of how can I make an extra rand by trying to sell something to somebody else. Right. And that was me naturally growing up. But
1: right. didn't, didn't you sell when you were in boarding school? Like, you you, you know. You were from the, the days when there were no Model Cs. You either went to private school or you went to the school in the township. Correct. So you were at that private school there and you were <laughs> selling to, uh, to the white guys there. What were you selling? You I mean,
3: I, my first, first starting off is, is we had this thing called Tuck, right? Yeah. Everybody who goes to boarding school has this box. And you, you get to keep packets of chips and whatever you used to have. Biscuits. I used to get a lot of tuck. I don't know about, about you, but every Indian family, there's one thing that's not short of is food. So yeah. the biggest fear in my, my family was I would not have something to eat. And therefore I had to have a lot of tuck to make sure that I had something to snack on if I ever got hungry. I realized that, that obviously other people didn't have and they were willing to pay for it. Mm. So, and being in a boarding school, you, you only had tuck shop time certain, uh, times of the day. And, and if it was out in the
1: sticks, you couldn't correct. just go to the Correct.
3: We, we were in Boy River. And the yeah. only day you could go down to the, the the shops was on a Friday afternoon. So what would you do the rest of the week? This was an opportunity. So when people got the munchies at about 10 o'clock at night, there I was. And and my <laughs> as far as my <laughs> pricing was concerned, it was double, triple. What? So... so but <laughs> you gotta, this this is got to... This is where we are today. you got to understand. There are people at 10 o'clock at night who are hungry who have a bit of cash, and I said, well...
1: And you were like, listen, guys, I know that it costs as much at the shop, but in this shop here, this is how much it <laughs> costs. Otherwise, you can walk. Absolutely. So in, in Standard 4, I had two things, two yeah. things.
3: I grew in the fear. Well, I started in Standard 4, which is a very early age, about 11 years old. But I did have two things. Mm-hmm. I had a kettle, and I had a snack witch machine. So my first business, really... Was, was selling people time to make snackwidges. So they would bring their own thing, put it in my snack machine <laughs> and pay me. <laughs> yes, cash. The second, in, fam. Cash the second in. one was coffee. I had a kettle. So, so, if they wanted to make, in those days, hot chocolate was a big
1: thing yeah. because yeah. you just mixed it yeah. up with water, yeah. right?
3: <laughs> so, so, my kettle would be selling water.
1: Because there was no hot long water. life milk. So, it's not no. like, you, you know. You're in a boarding like, house. Yeah. You have hot chocolate this with guy. water. This and guy. you don't want to have black coffee. That's right. Or here's the thing, though. And,
3: and I elevated, let me just complete yeah. the story. I think I elevated, by the time I was, I was in, in, in college, or I, be, I eventually realized that lending money was a great thing. Because then I didn't have financial, financial services. Levels. Correct. Okay, so I, <laughs> <laughs> so I need money,
2: so I need money,
3: lots of it. So this was a spiral. I mean, you had kids in a the spiral. They so borrowed me. do you still
0: run your machonisa business? I, I didn't. I didn't. But but at the time, okay. It but was the best now, thing. like you're a CA, you look like you've got money. I need money. So, I'm trying to sell myself a good hey, I look like I've got, got, got good money haircut. That
1: <laughs> But here's the thing I mean And this is a fundamental question Because no,
0: I'm getting I'm serious I need money
1: I understand But here's the thing right He's going to loan you money He knows you You're his friend And this is what I want to talk about And sometimes people make that mistake in business Where I have Like you knew You were making money More than you were making friends Yeah if I, if you were me Or I was you back then I would have just said My friends can use The snack machine And if you want to be my friend Then you can also <laughs> use The snack machine And that's all you get You're liked The matrix yeah, maybe true. Don't beat you up Every five days yeah. But you are like You know what Like me or not you're gonna, You can still like me but here's the price
3: <laughs> correct i mean I, look i think when you're 11 years old you don't think about those things And you think well this is a great idea i'll just i'll just have, have you know make make, make 20 30 cents every single time a person had a cup i remember it was I like never like thought 5 about cents those or something no. um and 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 it was and in the end the money lending business was if i look back on it now it literally mimics life today because because i had a system so, so guys used to stay in the same dorm with mm. me. They were the ones that really did borrow some money. So they, mm-hmm. I knew where they were. They did weren't they, going anywhere.
1: Did they have preferential rates? No, no, no. Was, <laughs> so they were. They, they, were, they were, were closer to your cubicle.
3: Well, well, what we did is I had these IOU notes. So I'd write. I, they would sign an IOU note with an with an amount that they would pay back. Okay? Yeah. So I would give you five rand. You'd give me back ten rand. So we mm-hmm. had these IOU notes. So what happened was the system was very clear.
1: That the, your interest the, was high. So it no was no very no high. No I no mean, no if you look no at no it, I didn't have interest. In game, I just said, no you no get no this, no I no get no something.
3: Exactly. <laughs> so, so I had this system where all of us used to hand our money to the housemaster, and every Friday, ah. the, you would go to the housemaster and he and you draw your money out. So, like for example, him, he orders correct. <laughs> so, what would happen is all these IOUs. I had a system where at the beginning of the next term, the housemaster used to tally up my IOUs <laughs> and minus that from whatever whoever deposited their, their money from. So holiday. you don't
1: even have to like strong arm them. You don't uh, have to walk around no. with a cricket bat. Let
2: his own bank system. You, you
1: basically go to the housemaster. It's 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 all above board. You're like correct. Here is, he signed as you can see. That's his name. And maybe nowadays, here's his picture on the cell phone. Yeah,
3: and that was it. Correct. So, so what would happen at the beginning of the term, all of us would come back to, to the boarding school and, and we'd have pocket money. So the pocket money would go in. I deduct my IOUs then I would know that at some point during the term, that person would be short. Of course, because
1: they start out <laughs> correct. short and you start out on exactly. Stay capitalizing. So, <laughs> so Stay out a state capitalizer. State
3: capitalists. So, so, and there were some guys who did get into financial trouble. Because so, they, so they've overspent, right? Correct, they've so, overspent. So now they've got like less than nothing. Correct. So now, now the financial trouble guys had another system. What's that? And this system is—is is we were in boarding school in those days, you could order stationery as well. So yes, then, what I would I say, that. well, let's do a little bit of a barter deal. Why? Did, next time the stationery list comes on, these are the seven things I would like
1: and from they, your stationery <laughs> list. So, <laughs> like, someone's missing a pencil. Uh, uh, so their parents Would be paying the debt Effectively I remember With those stationery lists You could even order Parker pens And all sorts of things I mean yeah. I was I was ordering Fountain pens Like it was And just losing them yeah. And you were making money Out of it This I guy mean, I, I wish I was yeah. your friend Back in school Straight, man. Up, straight like, up I mean we had the out,
3: We had the outfitters And the pharmacy And all of that Yeah so Those accounts were Generally parents accounts Right mm. So when, when, when whoever owed money, we would come to an arrangement and say, okay, well, you've got an account at the, station at the Outfitters? Well, let's go and I'll you know, take a pair of socks or something. But, but there was always a way of, wow. of, of settling. It was a good system. I mean, at the time… It was
1: a great system, dude. The best system. This is a real system. This is how you make real money.
3: But, it was, but what did you realize that when you're in a captured market like that, yeah. that, that where you could control a lot of the variables… You're a you, a you were a monopoly as well I was a monopoly yeah. In that, in that, in that yeah. And no
1: one else was like Maybe I should just uh, Compete with this guy Or you, you know By what? the time that The competition was coming in You were too big for them You could too squeeze big. them out Mafia
3: <laughs> I, I don't know what happened I didn't really have many, uh, You know Competition did, as such It's just, it just the way it worked
1: Did, did it. you buy like Bigger boys as goons Yeah that's what I wanted to know <laughs> Did <laughs> you have people Like working No the system the worked so
3: well I didn't need that It was literally <laughs> Ground level uh, I had the housemaster Who was policing the situation Okay so
1: there's your Your goon The law Well that's kind of like the law, right? Wow, this guy. Well, you know, there you, <laughs> if you want to get into business, understand the tax. Don't system. speak to Katesh. understand <laughs> the tax to. system. Well,
3: well look, it, it, it is. I think. I think we should be, be teaching people entrepreneurship. We should be teaching selling. Skills. How? Where? I, you know, Where? You know? What, you Katesh? know the, you How? Know, let me. Let me tell you one of the things. It, which I always look at. I did a project for for a, for for a company, and we went out to the poverty nodes of South Africa. Yeah. There are poverty nodes, where where the gross domestic product of that area is the grants, right? Yeah. Mm. Yet we come up with 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 impressive uh, strategies and saying, well, we're going to create a little community development project here. Mm. We're going to mm. train people, mm. give raw materials. But the key component of producing anything, if you in the any on a quiet road is how are you actually going to sell that? And I think if you start off with, with, with saying, let's build on how we're actually going to sell. Making the product, getting the people we have enough of, we can train that. We can spend money on that. Okay. But selling it is key. So I would rather say, in some of the rural areas where, where it's really quiet, where there are projects, government spent millions, and mm. these projects are failing. Mm. If you go there and all those products, whatever they're producing... You take away and you simply allow it to be distributed in a better place where there's volume, where there's sales, where there's really a sales push. Those projects will all become successful because that's really the thing is, is it something producing a product, but it's here's the nothing, thing getting it to market and selling it and selling it is key.
1: What you're saying now is, is the, you know, business one one um, you can't sell something that you are not emotionally invested to, even in terms of, I just want to make money from it. So... When we are offering people funding and grants and that sort of thing, and not teaching them about harnessing a market, doing sales, everybody is going to open a bakery because that's what the government's pushing right now, or yes. a mill, because yes. in this area, they make maize. Or so agriculture. Millet, I mean, the government
3: is putting agriculture. And I don't know about you, but I always look at my own veggie garden at, at, at my house, mm. that my wife. Uh, loves and does. Are you selling those goods? And and I'm <laughs> not. I'm not. But the thing is, I can't grow anything of significance because mm. it's so hard. It's and hard yet, work we, yet, if you try and do that, you try and grow something, you will see you get weeds, you will see you get bugs, you get all sorts of things. Now, if I say that's our strategy to build agriculture somewhere else, you know how tough that actually is. Uh, it's a lot harder than when you're making a product and you're selling it. Mm. Agriculture or or things like that is that you have one bad year of drought, that enterprise.
1: Is gone It's gone yeah. and, mm-hmm. and for it They've to revive itself
3: Is a lot more difficult Than a downturn If somebody was making lamps Yeah Because
1: yeah, you can still st- Store the yeah. lamps And the other thing is You know I go to these Agricultural or rural nodes um, If you go to Venda You'll just see Everyone is selling uh, Avocados Mangoes And bananas On the side of the road So even there The problem is Getting your Your product out to a market That's more urban That has more people in it Seems to be a problem They're relying on passer That are going back to the urban areas So now you have to have A distribution and logistics arm Of your business And make sure that you get That product up there As soon as possible Before it starts to go off And that's my thing, right? Um, And what you just said now is that the places where we should start industrializing? Maybe creating um, manufacturing concerns there that that I guess are more organic, biodegradable. Call it what you want. So, in areas where they have a lot of wood and that sort of thing, why not create something that you Ketesh, can, can, I, can have? Bought, can I come yeah, in there? Can I come in? Yeah, for know, it. Sure.
0: Last week I attended an event uh, by uh, Shivers. Okay. And it's called the Venture, mm. right? right? So right. they've got judges, right? Mm. Uh, I won't mention their names, but uh, they've got. It's like
1: another dragon's den. There we, we go. Just they've have... <laughs> got Lebo Kunguluza. Oh, Lord. Where we just have people who are like. Uh, hang they, on. they say they're business people. Sorry. Sorry. They say, yes. Mm. Yes. They yes. Say. yes. We, we won't go there. No, let's not. But if you want to go there, you, I uh, won't stop you. I ain't going there. You go so there.
0: they've got Lebo Kunguluza. They've got Tolisa Jeshana. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got. Tolisa's
1: from uh, advertising.
0: Yeah. And they've got the guy, the guy Read More Books.
1: Ah, uh, now you see.
0: What's his name again? The guy who dared you to read a book a week.
1: Oh, oh, uh, Teboho. Teboho. Yeah. Uh, te
0: yes, they've got Teboho, uh, they've got. He was good though. They've got a lady from Vitz uh, who's, who's who who lectures on entrepreneurship. Yeah. And she's been in the CSI space for a minute for like fifteen years, and then they've got some. Uh, oh, now they've got Fix.
1: Fix was a DJ on Five FM.
0: Yes, Fix runs this thing, taking kids to school, and I don't know how she does, but anyway, okay. She, okay, she's okay, got anyway. like. So you present to these
1: guys Your amazing idea
0: Yeah So they take applications From around the country And then the top five Or top ten Go in And they go In front of this panel And the guys who've won Effective Like for me Last year So there was There was a group of youngsters Their company was Three months old Okay And they developed Something uh, Or a system That you could Put on the ground That could detect um, Fires within shacks Okay. Right. So that's a that, good product. You know, so so that was effectively so it would be able to withhold the the, the heat from Primasdorfs and all those things, mm. and but detect a main fire. Okay. So it would give a warning bell to like mm. you know the mm. fire department. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And then this year there's a guy. Um, I'm just his story is eluding me, but he he did, he he developed something that when you're in a car accident, your crash it's a crash application. Okay. So in when your phone gets stolen, you know how things go missing in an accident. Scene. Yeah. It's already sent out a message to a hospital or to your medical aid that you've been in a ho- in, in an accident. Yes. And um they should come. So by the time that phone gets stolen, you've already got medical help. Mm. Okay. okay. So my thing is back to that appropriation, when do we give like kids in townships like time to develop these things because they don't have the resources to think on these things so how do we like you're saying we want we must teach entrepreneurship and and all those great things where do we start and how does it what does it look like teaching someone entrepreneurship because you have just also said now that like you got firsthand six mangoes Twelve mangoes, six mangoes, twelve mangoes. You had a kettle. You 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 were given tools to but, to to be resourceful. Yeah. Now, how do we start look, it when people I, don't I, even I, get to this that? I.
3: That's. I mean, there's no role models. I think in in those setups because people who they look up to your parents and whoever else. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've benefited from from the fact that 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 you've grown up a couple of generations in South Africa and. Mm. and and I've grown up with the heritage of, of wherever ever Indi- Indian people have gone, they have traded. Wherever, yeah. you can count any country in the world, you will find us trading something. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. that is the quickest way to make a living if you land. So yeah. I often, joke, I often joke about it. You mm. were joking about what if you do if you land up in London? If you land yeah. up in London, you'll, you'll try and get a corner somewhere and maybe sell coffee. I don't know. <laughs> well, we're but, talking but about I'm trying Tanzania. to sell coffee. We're Tanzania. About, Tanzania. So, yeah. so, so I think, I think in, in London, the township scenario, the, the role models are, are not yeah. there. The second part is, is, is perhaps schooling does, does, can play a role because you can introduce some of these topics and people yeah. start thinking. And, and I think information is readily available now with, with the fact that you've got technology, with mm. the fact that you've got people with phones, you can access it. But you've got to plant the seed of the possibility of there's another world this is how it works one of the other things you do is 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 what they're doing now is is arrange events in townships where people actually participate in mini markets and it's got to be youth youth driven yeah so so try and and maybe have workshops in school where you say well let's think of three things that in our school we're gonna have four stands at this Mm. event Mm. And it must be another event It must be an event that's going to attract crowds So, so let's assume a big match or something is happening Let's attach this outside Let's create mm. a little bit of an atmosphere And then have it driven by kids who man four stands each from different schools yeah. and, and that then allows you to say Well, what are you doing? And, and that becomes a little bit of a project Okay, you're going to be selling juice Let's think this through What is it going to cost you? How much are we going to sell it for? Mm, How much mm. money are you going to make? I mm. think if, if you can get that spark in somebody's eye yeah. to see Definitely. that I spent one rand and I've, and I've sold it for two and I've made one rand profit, that okay. making of the one rand profit mm. is the motive, major is key. the spark, is key. the magic. Mm. And that's what you've got to do practically.
1: I, I think, um, you know, in closing, because we have to go now, the thing is, when you said the role models in townships, growing up, my thing of, of, of traders was... Guys who were hawkers, right? Hmm. And my thing was, I'll never be a hawker. There's nothing cool about that. I've never seen any hey, hawker hey, I, I've go been, from... I've been a hawker. hawker. And now he has a big business. Yeah. And maybe that was just... The yeah, political situation back right. then No you're right No but it was If you think about it It was politicized Because a lot of hawkers One day they'd be at the bus stop And then the police would come And burn their stuff Yeah yes. uh, And they're yes, always yes. starting again Right As a, and, and, and obviously Just to, to get a license Or to be able to buy that shop Or to rent that shop yes. Was always difficult yes. So even that mental side Of the township we, People say We must stop talking about apartheid Because it's over It's not it's over It's not over The though. mental side of it it's We forget over. what it's done to us Because like you said The natural growth Would be some goes from being a hawker, they sell enough, to make enough profit, they're allowed to actually survive and make <laughs> enough money, yeah. and then yeah. they're allowed to buy into a, a larger system. Whereas, growing up, they weren't. If anything... Every other month they, they had to start over again yes. Because their stuff Was systematically destroyed By the system Absolutely And then yeah. When they got to a point Where they were making Too much money They really couldn't Even get a license To rent a shop um, They weren't allowed To buy uh, Product uh, To sell And things like that So it's about saying Guys it, It's not the same scenario Anymore No yeah. It's 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 different And it's new Because Actually, the reason why those things Were happening back then, like you said, I've never seen a Cool hawker no, growing up no. But the reason why that happened is so that you would Stop thinking of business as being cool And making your own money and being free As being cool, so actually, let's turn That around and say, yeah. actually, you can start that system But how do you get from being a hawker then To being a I've seen success business.
3: factors, I must admit I, I, The one thing I did when I was studying Is I got a hawker's license for Joburg And oh. I was on off Street, and I used to Hang up my few items that I bought from from people I knew, and 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 you and it's interesting. I think that experience of being out there in the street and trying to sell someone is is worth a lot. So the idea about getting from a hawker to something bigger is the ability to save a little bit of money and grow. Mm. I think what happens with a lot of the hawkers is whatever they make, they use. Yeah. And that puts you in a vulnerable position. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and the other thing it's is hand to mouth. So if you're making a little bit more,
2: mm.
3: right, then you could you could grow. And I've seen people grow. Yeah. I've seen yeah. people grow yeah. from being on, 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 on there's the street. one person that yeah. I remember, and his name is Lucky. And and he was lucky because, because he was started off buying products as a hawker. And moved into formalized business and now has a chain of stores. Mm. Just on that note to close it, yeah? Yeah, Money, I have to ask these
0: youngsters, I mean, how, what, what is it that, that propels you guys? Because we've never been exposed to like internet stuff, you know, now now they're digital marketers Mm. and all that. Like, what
2: drives you guys? And I'm, I'm now blanket approaching, but you can speak from your own story. Well, personally, it was that case of seeing all of these hawkers and not seeing them progress. Why aren't they progressing? Good. How can I progress even in my field? Like, cool, I was like born into the Internet, but how can I make a living from it? So even if you're born into that entrepreneurship kind of lifestyle, how can you make it more than what it actually is to you? And that was my drive. It's just like, cool, this is who I am but I want to go further. I, just, I don't want to be at this level all the time. Yeah. Right.
1: But I think in closing with what Katisha said as well, yeah. is he said he got a hawker's license. Yeah. And a lot of us when we go into business, the fundamentals of admin we don't quite do in terms no. of yeah. get that That's license it. so that when the cops come, they don't close you down, right? Uh, make sure that, that, that you get your tax clearance certificate if you've just started a business. Make sure that admin-wise you've got all the things that you need. And that might be a personal investment in your own business Because no one's going to give you that money to get started A lot of people go out there looking for funding And the guys in funding are going Okay, well, uh, are you registered? No, I haven't registered it. Have you got a bank account? No, I haven't got a bank account So yeah, do those okay. things hmm. And then save a little bit once you start working And so we that, gotta go? We gotta go Peace, Peace. Here. Right, See you Peace. next week this is Cliff Central. Cliff Central.